Just a bit of a trigger warning before we start, um, this podcast includes mentions of self-harm, suicide, and negative thoughts. Um, if that's not your jazz, or you often feel uncomfortable having those being talked about, then you're free to click off right now. Um, I don't really want anyone to be uncomfortable, so if you don't enjoy that stuff, once again, self-harm, suicide, suicidal intentions, and suicidal thoughts, then just... Head out right now. Alright, thank you very much. Let's get on to it. I don't understand how people can feel good about themselves. It's a weird concept, you know. Because to me, whenever someone says that I should be feel good about myself and not like be down on myself and everything. I see it as narcissistic, like not them being narcissistic or even suggesting it. But if I do go ahead with the action of thinking of myself as good, praising and being proud of actions that are generally considered as societally good and like basically just not being a dick to myself it feels weird it's I don't understand how to do that I'm not able to just go out and have a good day without overthinking one tiny thing that someone says a little glance that someone gives me any sudden movement that someone makes any words that come out of their mouth that can barely resemble my name just gets me overthinking just gets me thinking do they hate me what are they saying about me what's what's going on and that only leads to further anxiety and then I know it's cliche, but I'm in bed at night thinking about it, like, Oh no, what are they thinking about me, you know? As I say it out loud, it sounds silly, but... It's hard. I wanted to do this sort of thing with someone else, but I had about four attempts, I think. Talking to friends, classmates, just people that I know, people that I'm generally, that I generally consider my friends, I, um, none of them wanted to be on it. None of them actually legitimately wanted to sit down with me and have a conversation. A genuine, heart-to-heart conversation. Not a single person. One did it. But then I had to scrap the episode because they said that they didn't like the sound of their own voice and they didn't like what was going on with with that. And I now that I look back on it, that episode was about COVID and stuff and a lot of the say a lot of the things that we said uh, could probably be considered insensitive. And I wouldn't want that to be public anymore either but yeah 
in the other three attempts that I've had trying to formulate a podcast, I always got people and suggest, hey, I'm thinking of starting a podcast, would you like to come on an episode and maybe talk about this or that or this or that, and they're like, no, sorry, no, sorry, and then whenever someone's like, oh yeah, I would like to do that, they never follow up on it, and then when I say, did you want to do that podcast episode, they're like, yeah, and then don't ask any follow-up questions, and I say, okay, when do you want to do it? And then they say, yeah, I want to do it, it's just... It's just stupid. It's, well, they just don't reply to me at all. Left me on scene. Left me on delivered. Left me on. Always leave me on something. And that sucks, you know. Because. I attempt to. Have a conversation with someone to. Be able to talk. But then no one wants to. No one genuinely thinks of me as a person that they could sit down and have a conversation with. No one. Not a single person. Not one. I've tried to do a lot of things over the past year. Small, minor hyperfixations that eventually led to nothing. I wanted to write a book, never got started. I wanted to make music. I wrote the lyrics down, never got the actual music. I wanted to make a podcast, it didn't go anywhere. I tried starting a YouTube channel, about seven different times. I tried streaming, I streamed once. It's just. I try to find a creative outlet for myself where I can express the emotions that I'm feeling in a more subtle way without actually having to talk to people about them or having to have an awkward conversation. Now, I know this sounds hypocritical because I wanted people to be on the podcast, but a podcast to me is more of a form of entertainment so I could treat it like acting. I could treat my emotions like humor or something, you know, something that isn't really real, but in truth, it is real. It's, it's there. It's something that I'm feeling, but since it's all digital, since it's all being uploaded for an audience to see that I can get validation from, that I can have my feelings to talk to, it just doesn't feel real. Doesn't feel like something that genuinely matters. I also don't think that I matter. Like, that's probably quite clear from the talks that I've. Sorry, from the things that I've already said, not the talks that I've already said. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm a person that's worthy of much. A roof over my head, food and water, sure. Like, that's probably it though. Every time that I've tried to help someone, there's that little thought in the back of my mind. Are you doing this 
because you care about them? Or are you doing this because you need to hear them say thanks? Do you need that validation from them that you're a good person? Do you need that support that no one's given you? Do you need... I don't know. (laughs) Got real fucking deep for a second there, but... Yeah, I... I don't know. I know what it is. I do think that I'm doing it because I care about them, but it does make me feel shitty when I have to consider that subconsciously I might just just be doing it for my own self-validation, my own pleasure, rather than my actual care of the people around me. And that's something that terrifies me, the subconscious, because I have thoughts, I can think about what I'm going to say, when I'm going to say it, but then sometimes I just do things. And I tell my body, I tell myself, no, don't do that, this will happen, this will happen, this will happen, but then I continue to do it. And it's not really that serious, like, often it's just, hey... Go brush your teeth, go brush your teeth, go take a shower, go, do your homework, do your homework, come on, do your homework, do your homework, come on, come on, do your homework, work on that assignment. But then, like, I don't, I don't get up from my bed, I just lay staring at my ceiling fan for hours at a time. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I have other things where it's like, Jesus, where it could be considered um, subconsciously self-harming, I guess. Like, I, it's a hot day today, I'll use an example from today, it's a hot day today. Um, I was laying down in bed on top of my blankets because, like I said, it was a hot day. Instead of taking a layer off, because I was wearing a jumper, and instead of, like, attempting to actually cool off, of course, my subconscious, what it decides to do, is put another layer on. Get under my blanket. My hot, fucking, woolenish blanket. I don't know what material it's made out of, but it's very warm. It's very warm. And then, of course, because it's a hot day, it starts to get hot. It's like a fucking oven in there. So, um, I'm I'm starting to tell myself, like, hey, you need to get out of this. It's like an oven in here. Um, it's very hot. Come on, get out, get out, get out. It's too hot. But then I don't. And then, like, ten minutes later, I'm sweating. And it's bad, and then... My subconscious finally decides to let me out, and it's it's like, whew, thank goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just one example, because my mental health isn't doing too good right now, so I am fearing that one of these days, 
my subconscious is just going to decide no more no more of this fellow he's gone and then I won't be able to change that my face will remain emotionless as I drift away into the endless void of nothingness my consciousness slowly slipping away my memories flashing before my very eyes as I try and stop what's happening I try and I try but I can't I can't stop it So yeah, that's my fears. What are yours? <laughs> oh, this is a great introduction to the podcast. Um, but yeah, I am hoping that you guys are enjoying this so far. Um, I am mainly using this as just a replacement therapist because I haven't had an appointment in a fucking while, and. My mental stability, not to brag, but it's slowly crumbling away from me, so, yeah, that's absolutely fantastic, um, it's fun though, it's, well not fun, because it's obviously about a very depressing topic, but it's, I want to say it's healthy to talk about my emotions like this, I don't know if it's healthy, but I'm going to assume that it's healthy, because if I don't, then I'll just stop recording episodes, and this will become another useless, stupid, quick little hyperfixation of mine. I've gone through like 80 of those in a week. (laughs) I know that I've talked about it before in this episode, but I'm going to circle back to it, because... I do want to talk about it again, and a lot more, because I feel like I need to. Um, my hyperfixations on things have gotten quite annoying lately. Um, I randomly just find an item that I really want, or a topic that I'm incredibly interested in, do a fuck ton of research, and either find out it's really expensive, or randomly lose interest in it. For example, about a month ago, I really wanted a racket player, like really, 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 really wanted a racket player, but um, of course good ones cost a lot and I just quit my job because it had fucking atrocious, atrocious, just atrocious working conditions, um, so I left that position, but I did, that, means I didn't, uh, that means that I didn't have an income anymore, so if I were to buy this racket player, I would practically go broke. Um, don't worry, I'm, I'm managing, it's, it's fine, but, um, yeah, I couldn't buy this thing I really wanted, so then, did a whole bunch of research into cheap ones, and then, they were really expensive, but then, the next type of fixation came along, and naturally, of course, as you can expect, that was... Drumroll, please. Insects. Fucking insects. Like, I wanted a display wall in my bedroom with just a fuck ton of insects in glass cages. You know, when you go to a museum and then 
Sometimes they'll just have cupboards and drawers filled with the little things. Filled with insects and their Latin names and stuff. There's this one at the museum that um, I live near. The closest museum, I believe, to my knowledge. Um, and it just has these drawers of bugs, and it's, it's awesome. And I wanted some of that in my home, in my living space, because I like them. But then once again, they were quite expensive, and I haven't quite lost interest in it yet. But I'm probably going to. Um, something else. MCYT, that was a big one, you know. Got hooked, and then lost interest, you know. Joined the fandom, did everything crazy, had some fun, and then just didn't care about it anymore. Um, I'm talking about modern day MCYT. Uh, more oldish ones, like Stampy... Um, Captain Sparkles, you know, people like that. I'm, I'm still actually quite interested in, and I try and watch their new videos when they upload. Um, another one. Oh, um, I guess now that I'm sort of realizing it, Undertale was a bit of a hyperfixation. Um, I got really into it for like about a month at a time, you know, like when I first got the game I was really interested in it and then I completed it and I lost all interest. It's like a fucking quadratic equation on my amount of interest in the game. And the midpoint or turning point or whatever the fuck you call it is when I complete the game or when my undiagnosed ADD really takes in. Um. Yeah, but with Undertale, it was really like a whole bunch of short bursts of just massive enjoyment and then nothing, and then massive enjoyment and then nothing. You know, like, I, I was making fucking fan art at one point. Like, I was tracing other people's fan art to try and fit into the fandom. And, like, of course, I don't do that anymore, and I regret my actions doing that, and I did credit the original artists in my amino posts, <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was an interesting time. Something that I hope is not a hyperfixation is music, because I fucking love the shit. Like, I hope it's not similar to Undertale, where I have, like, a short burst of really loving it and then just hating it again, because about two years ago, I, I, I... I brought my fucking $10 Anchor earbuds everywhere, bro, and then I was just like listening to music, and it was, it was great, it was fun, and then I just lost interest in it, but then recently, I have actually invested in some good earbuds, um, well, like, good, good, you know, like, I didn't buy fucking Apple AirPods Pro version 5SE whatevers, I don't, I don't, I don't like Apple, um, but... Yeah, I did get some mid-range ones, and they've been serving me well. Um, I just hope that it's not a hyperfixation, because that'd suck. Um, I also wrote two songs. Um, I'll try and include a first draft of one called I Don't, 
at the end of the podcast. It's basically just a fucking... It's a story about a guy who's with an abusive partner, and he's fallen out of love with her. Um, I I quite like it. Um, yeah, making songs is fun, in my opinion, because I can just, like, pick a random-ass topic and then just talk about it in a way that I wouldn't expect to be able to talk about it. That's also why... I quite like poetry, because I've written a couple of poems, there was a school poetry contest, um, at my school, it was like, slam poetry or some shit, and they were like, okay, talk about mental health, uh, the, the, the mental health, here's your topic, mental health, you have like, two hours to come up with a fucking poem, and practice it, and then you're gonna read it in front of like, half the school, and, and, yeah, that's it, so then I did that, um, and I wrote it about my depression at the time, which was a lot more mild, you know, because it, um, started to occur around grade six, and then, like, my, my major anxiety issues have been with me pretty much forever, but, um, my MDD, uh, more started up around grade six, grade five, and then in grade seven was when I had the slam poetry thing, uh, so I wrote about that, and then I also tried to write about, like, what I think would happen if it got worse, which is obviously suicidal thoughts, you know, if your depression is shitty, you're most likely going to have thoughts of suicide, intent of suicide, so, um, I, basically what I did was just fucking write about that, but I tried to make it inspiring, because, you know, I was in grade 7, and I didn't really want to traumatize any of the other fucking 11 year olds with me. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I did win that competition, which was fan-bloody-tastic. I won, it was was in the library, so they had like a selection of books to pick out. They were like, well this kid won first, why don't we just give him... The bundle set, and then the bundle set was like the entire Hobbit and Lord of the Rings series. Which I am still yet to read, five years later. Um, But yeah. It was, um... It was good. And that was... It felt like a creative outlet, but... Since it was a mandatory school-assigned task, it... Always felt as if, like... I was writing a poem as if it was homework, or I could only do it while at school, or if it was assigned, you know, so I've only written one other poem that I'm proud of, and that's the story of a uh, girl that is transgender, um, and talking about herself, um, yeah, I really like that poem, um, I'm not going to include it in this episode, because I just... I don't really think it'll fit, but I will include the I don't thing near the end. Um, Yeah. The title of this episode is Emotions. Um, As you can probably tell from what I've been saying so far, I've just been talking about emotions, my feelings, pretty much everything that I've been feeling. And I'm not sure if I've stated this before, but it's just... This podcast is going to be an emotional outlet for me. Basically, if something interesting happens, or I'm feeling a bit shitty, 
then I can just talk here, you know? It's a way of disassociating from my life and focusing on one thing to distract myself from the other bad thing. And so far it's working. It's working pretty well, you know, we're about 20 minutes in and it's been working well. I haven't been having too many bad thoughts. Um, so that's good, comparatively. Um, yeah, it's, it's surprising, honestly, how much I've just been able to talk and talk and talk, because often I try and re refrain from talking, um, because when I get excited about something, I talk a lot. For example, I was buying some crystals yesterday. I got a little pendant of rose quartz and another one of tiger's eye because I like the way the two look. I know, I'm a basic bitch. Don't come at me. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so, was, so we'll come back in the car. I had some boba because I like boba and I haven't had boba in a while. Uh... But I was really excited because I've been wanting to get some crystals for a fucking while. I don't believe in the healing stuff. I'm open to talking about it if um, someone ever wants to. Or someone ever asked me about it. Um, but I don't really believe in the healing stuff. I mainly just look at them. Because I like looking at them. They're pretty. Um, but yeah, back to the main story. I bought these. I was really excited. Um, and then on the way home, I talk a lot when I get excited. But my mum doesn't often enjoy a lot of talking on car rides. She's, she, she talks a lot herself when like the whole family's in the car. She talks a lot, but when it's like just me and her or just like me, her and one of my brothers or my dad and like I talk a lot, then she generally gets really annoyed. And I think I ended up apologizing 27 times on that 15 minute car ride. Yeah, about 27, 28 times for talking too much. Um, that's probably another fucking undiagnosed ADD thing, but that's okay. I'm not going to focus on that. Um, but yeah, this podcast just gives me a bit of an outlet for me to talk rather than annoying my family members and annoying my friends. Sorry about that. Excuse me. I'm annoying my friends with things that they just don't really want to hear. Um, ooh, something you should know about me, if you actually have any fucking interest in this damn thing, is that I really like birds. I really, 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 really like birds. Um, on my walk home, often when I find a bird, I try and take a picture of it and then tell myself, like, what that bird is, what it was doing, stuff like that. Um, and I follow this newspaper organization, well I call it a newspaper, it's more of like, here's an email, we are, we are, we are thing, um, <laughs> it's like a little update from them, um, it's called BirdLife Australia, um, they're very cool, I'm, I really do respect their organization, because typically it's for research purposes, um, I said I'm a lot, fucking hell, uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, basically, um, there was this there's this thing that they do um it's called bird of the month and this month it was the splendid fairy wren 
Uh, the males are typically blue with a brownish stripe on its wings and tail. Uh, the females and the weaker males are brown, so basically uh, a dominant one in the group. They like to travel in groups and hang out in groups and stuff uh, rather than individually. Um, the weaker ones and the lower ranked ones typically have a brownish color. Um, it's mainly females, but males can also have that brownish color. Um, but yeah, they do look pretty pretty. <laughs> very pretty um it's like a violet blue you know like a i wouldn't call it dark blue but i also wouldn't call it like blue you know like a cross between navy blue and rainbow blue you know you know what i mean um but yeah uh so i was reading up on this bird and like they're really interesting i like them a lot uh and i went to this golfing place on the weekend and i didn't see any birds there but then, when I was leaving, I swear to God, I looked out the right side of my window, and there, sitting on a little tree flower bush fucking thingy, was a splendid fairy wren. It was a female splendid fairy wren. I got really excited, and like, I texted my friend that I talked to Bats about, and like, tried to control myself in the car, because I knew that my family got mad at me. When I get really excited, I usually move my legs around a lot, and like, move my arms around a lot, I, I, I think it's stimming, it's probably stimming, <laughs> but yeah, I always get really excited, and then my friend was like, what, what the fuck are you talking about, and I was like, dude, I saw a splendid fairy wren, I saw one, the bird that I was telling you about, I saw it, I saw it, I didn't get a picture of it, but I saw it, and they're like, oh yeah, good for you, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I fucking saw it, dude, so yeah, I, I really like birds, Oh, um, my English teacher, talking about birds, my English teacher, she got these little plastic bird thingies, um, they're like, you know, when you get, okay, Tom Scott did a video where he set these, like, fluffy little plastic chick things up to die, uh, they kind of look like that, but they're not fluffy, they sort of just have, like, a plastic shell, I think they're finches? I think they're finches, um, but they look very pretty. And I noticed the first one, like, two weeks ago, and then I started noticing more and more and more, and then I went up to my teacher one day, and I was like, Miss, there are, there are like, seven birds in the classroom, what's going on? And she's like, oh, well, I put up one, and then my year 12s hated it, so I put up some more. <laughs> um, and then she told me that there were actually 12 in the classroom, so she was wondering if some got stolen, but then... I, I ended up staying in the classroom for 30 minutes after lunch. She didn't mind. She didn't have duty. Um, playground duty. Uh, but yeah, she just fucking let me look around all excited for these like little birds. And I ended up finding all 12. So none of them got stolen. So that's great. Um, none of the birds got stolen. I do feel a bit bad for a grade 12s though. But I also do really like the birds. So it's like a bit of a predicament I'm in. Like, ask her to take them down so her year 12s don't get mad at her. Or keep them up so I can look at the birds. <sighs> yeah. wonder if anyone's listening at this point. 
if you are listening, clap your hands three times and say a Mogus Megasus. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't expect anyone to listen this long, because it's just me talking to a fucking screen. The timer for how long I've been recording is just going up and up and up and up. It's a good app though. It's a good app anchor. It allows me to just record and then upload. And it's good. It's um, it's a pleasant experience that I have with the app. Um, it's lovely. It's lovely, I should say. Yeah, but I don't, I don't expect anyone to be listening. And if you are listening now, and just holding on because I seem like desperate or something, then just you can go. It's fine. Speaking of going, um, reckon I'm gonna end this episode here. Yeah, I'm gonna end it here. I've been talking for about like thirty minutes, thirty minutes ish. Um, I reckon that's a good length for a first episode. Um, if you have made it this far and didn't leave after the thing that I just said telling you to leave, um, I thank you very much for listening. Uh, please tune in next time. I hopefully won't be so depressed. Uh, <laughs> ah, yeah. Um, once again, thank you very much, uh, and I will see you next time. Bye. How to hold your hand without feeling repulsed by you anymore Every single day, feeling stayed the same But now I am quite happy it has changed I wake up next to you wishing I hadn't said I do Wanna burn this ring and throw it in the trash Hot out on the table, my mental health was stable But you turned it into a fucking car crash Come on, I used to love you How did I love you when you made me feel so small? I used to love you, how did I love you? You took my heart, my brain, you took it all. Every single thing, buy a random shit to hide, the void I feel inside, the void that has been caused entirely by you. I cut my arms and legs, every day I bleed and peg, then... (laughs) to go away. <laughs> Fuck. Let's do that verse again. By random shit to hide, the void I feel inside, the void that has been caused entirely by you. I cut my arms and legs, every day I plead and beg that you'll leave me and the thoughts will go away. I try to hide the pain, cause all you do is complain about every action that I do, you hurt me all the time, but I just say I'm fine, why the fuck am I still with you? One more time, I used to love you, how did I love you, when you made me feel so small? I used to love you, how did I love you, you took my heart, my brain, you took it all. Everything.